This is Finance for Artists and Musicians with your friend, me, Danny Plays. Before we get started, I want you to breathe and release any judgment or pressure you have on yourself because we are all learning here and trying to survive this thing called life. Welcome back, fam, to another episode of the Finance for Artists and Musicians podcast with me, Danny Plays. Today, we're talking about how to evaluate if your mental health is being caused by financial stress. High levels of financial stress can manifest into physical symptoms, to anxiety, compromised immune systems, headaches and migraines, high blood pressure, digestive issues, heart arrhythmia, muscle tension, depression, and of course, a feeling of being overwhelmed. People who have high financial stress are twice as likely to report poor health overall and four times more likely to complain of ailments. And it's this weird cycle where if you have health issues because of financial stress, then you have increased medical expenses, which will already put more strain on a tight money situation. So it's a cycle that you can kind of be looping in. So there's no doubt that money problems and mental health issues are intrinsically linked. And not only mental health issues, but also, you know, physical ailments, psychosomatic symptoms, things like that. So the Money and Health Policy Institute published a report and they said that 46% of people with debt also have a mental health diagnosis. 86% of people with mental health issues and debt say that their debt makes mental health issues worse. And people who have depression and debt are 4.2% more likely to still have debt at 18 months compared to their counterparts without debt. And if you have debt, you're three times more likely to contemplate suicide due to that debt. So this is not a light topic. This is something to take very seriously, which is a big reason why I started this podcast is to help my fellow artists get financially stable and take financial control so they have more freedom to create by putting themselves in a more financially stable place. And it takes time to build that. Financial stress can have a significant impact on artists in a number of ways, but it can limit the financial resources, also the materials and tools and equipment needed to create your art. It can also reduce your productivity and your creativity because you're spending more time on survival activities that detracts from focusing on your artistic practice. Also, it can limit your opportunity for growth if you're constrained financially where you can't invest in professional development and education, trainings, workshops, or even like affording a tour or gallery to showcase your work. And also not being able to promote what you've created. And so you have limited marketing efforts and therefore exposure. All these limitations will compound and can lead to mental health or physical ailments like we talked about earlier. I just want to bring awareness to this in case you're experiencing some of these symptoms that it can actually just be coming from financial stress, but also bring to the forefront of how important it is to budget, have multiple sources of income, get financially stable, you know, create regularly, get on a schedule to be productive in your creative careers and hold yourself accountable. All these things are very connected to each other. And even though that we're feeling it, we may not actually be consciously aware of it. You might have a feeling about it, but sometimes hearing it can confirm and awareness is the first step to action. So So now that you know this, support other artists who are going through this and recognize the impact that financial stress can have on our creative endeavors. So we need to create avenues for ourselves to have financial stability. 
If you're experiencing high levels of financial stress, it's likely because we're feeling overwhelmed and out of control of our financial situation. We know from previous episodes in the show that that things we can do to feel more empowered and, and take back control of our finances is to pay our debts, create emergency savings fund, eliminate unnecessary expenses, create multiple streams of income, save for retirement, build credit, and invest. That is the initial wheel that we need to build out for ourselves. Sometimes we initially have this mental block, which leads to a physical block of taking action to change our situation. And we have to be careful to not get addicted to this stress mindset that we have. So some other things that we can do to make ourselves feel better and reduce anxiety so we're not feeling as paralyzed is to eat well, sleep well, exercise, meditate, surround yourself with good people, get rid of people who have a negative energy in your life. And you'll start to see this combination of things. Your energy is going to start to shift. You're going to start taking these actions and the actions will feed the energy and the energy will feed your actions. Finance isn't a destination. It's a process. It's an ongoing process for the rest of your life. That's why it's so important to constantly learning about new tools and resources and principles that you can apply to your own life, especially as you get to different stages of your career and your financial situation. So we're learning how to build our financial foundation, how to execute on a game plan, what the pieces of that pie look like, right? Establishing a timeline and holding ourselves accountable. That's one side of it. And the other side is taking care of ourselves, is to take care of ourselves so we can get in the best mental and physical state so we can get very clear, so we can take action in a very methodical way. Because your health and your finances are linked. They affect each other. So we need to be working at it from two ends. We want to make sure that we're not being impulsive with our finances because we're not in the best mental state. And then we're in this toxic loop that only punishes ourselves. In 2010, they had a study that found money can only boost happiness up to a certain point, about $75,000 in annual earnings. And then they said that beyond that figure, researchers concluded money had little impact. But a new report just came out, and you may have seen it because it's been going viral, but happiness does improve with higher earnings up to $500,000 a year. So this debunks the saying that money doesn't buy happiness money absolutely does buy happiness and there's research to prove it and also obviously we can feel a difference so in about 30 percent of people are the happiest with accelerated well-being once their earnings rise above a hundred thousand dollars a year when so when you create your goals for yourself keep this in mind this might feel obvious but having this hardcore data and numbers can help you shape a plan and that's what we want to get to because if we set goals and take action we can manifest what we want in our life and and the key to that is being specific. So if you feel like you're going crazy, you're not going crazy. You're just financially stressed and you can absolutely turn your situation around. You are in control. You just have to take it. Thanks for listening, fam. I will see you next Wednesday. This content is for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice. You can seek appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.